Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about getting a little bit healthier, getting a little bit fitter, getting a little bit stronger, and losing some weight in the process, if that is the goal. So if that's what you want to do in the year 2024, Mandy, we are in the year 2024. I know on that note, Happy New Year to every single one of you. If that's your goal for this year, then you are in the right place. Now, like a lot of people out there, maybe you were one of them as well, maybe you weren't, But like a lot of people out there, I took off some time over Christmas and New Year's and I absolutely enjoyed every single minute of it. I enjoyed more fun foods than usual. I enjoyed more beer than usual. I wasn't exercising as much as usual purely because there was still a niggle in the side of my abdomen area. And obviously, with all of my doings came some weight gain. Now, I don't need to get on the scale to realize that I gained some weight. I can feel it on my body. I can feel it in my clothes. I did weigh myself as a point of reference so that I could chat about it on this episode on the podcast. But as I always say, this is not something that bugs me at all because I know what I have to do to get back on track. No problem at all. I want to reiterate as well. My goal over Christmas and New Year's was not to lose fat. It wasn't to maintain weight. It wasn't any of that. My goal was to go out there, rest, relax, and enjoy the time with my family and my other half because time spent together throughout the year is very, very rare. And that's exactly what I did. And I loved every single damn second of it. And yes, I gained some weight. Who gives a flying fuck if I'm honest? But you see, that is the difference in my mindset compared to maybe someone else's mindset, maybe your mindset, purely because I have been on this expedition for several years already. And I can tell you now that the way I am approaching the drop of the extra couple of kilograms that I have on my body now is and is going to be very different to what a lot of newbies, and please, I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner, I just mean someone that is new to weight loss, someone that is new to forming new healthy habits, my approach is going to be very different compared to what theirs might be. Because the difference lies in mindset and obviously the approach. When I saw that increase on the number on the scale, like I said, I didn't even need to see it. I could feel it within my body. But when I saw it, when I weighed myself for this episode of the podcast, there were no thoughts of, oh my goodness, what have you done? You've behaved so badly. You've cheated so much. You've got to just get back on track ASAP. You've got to cut out all foods to drop that weight. There were none of those thoughts whatsoever. I'm just like, hmm, okay. You had a fun time. Cool. Let's rein it back in a bit. So firstly, I'm going to tell you what I think many people are currently doing or what their plan is to do this January to lose weight. The plan for most would be to go as full restrictive as possible, to try and do everything at once, to make sure or set a goal of going to the gym five or six times a week, even though you've never been in a gym before. I know many people have already said to me their goal is to cut out all carbohydrates 
rates and they're going to be banting for the month of January and February. Banting is basically just keto. A lot of people said, oh, we're going to start doing the fasting, the fasting. I'm like, okay, cool. If that's what you want to do, do the fasting. But how long is it going to last? And the problem that I foresee with this all or nothing approach, and I can tell you the problem is based on personal experience because I too used to navigate January like that. And it never ever worked. And I'll tell you why. Because with that all or nothing mindset, you're either a hundred percent full on at it or you then give up when you do feel as though you've done something wrong for the lack of better words. And what I mean by that is if you've told yourself that for January you are not going to eat carbohydrates and then the second week in January you have a slice of pizza, I can tell you now what is going to happen. You're going to say, fuck this shit, I've already had one slice of pizza, this is not for me and then you're going to go back into that overeating cycle. The problem with this all or nothing mindset as well and being 100% all the time. The problem with that as well is when a hurdle or a speed bump is thrown across your path, you then feel like you can't execute your plan to the 100% standards that you have set for yourself and then you just don't do anything at all. So instead of then doing the 100%, you do 0%. And I know a lot of you are probably sitting there right now listening to this episode and you're probably rolling your eyes and saying, oh, she's such a negative Nancy. How can she say that I am going to give up at the first hurdle? That's absolutely not what I'm saying. And I always advise people not to give up at the first hurdle. But again, when you have that all or nothing mindset, when a hurdle is put in your way, a lot of the times you feel, fuck this shit. And again, I am speaking from experience because I have been through this. I have done the all or nothing mindset. I have done the full restrictive diets. I have done the cabbage diet. And on the topic of cabbage diets, I was in the shop the other day and this lady came up to me and she said to me, oh, she's really indulged over the Christmas period and she thinks she's going to do the cabbage soup diet as of the 15th of January. And I questioned it and I'm like, okay, cool, random stranger. I get that. But why are you going to be doing the cabbage soup diet? Anyway, I think maybe that's where I zoned out. I do apologize because I just, I was, I was shopping and then I heard about a cabbage soup diet that someone was going to do. But I quickly came back to the conversation and I responded with, yeah, I've also overindulged over the festive period, but I'm definitely not doing the cabbage soup diet purely because number one, I don't like cabbage and number two, it's not something that I can do for the rest of my life. So what is the point of doing it? And what I do appreciate is then she started picking my brain and she said to me, well, what are you going to do? And my answer was pretty simple. My answer was, I'm going to proceed as per normal, but with a little less fun foods and treats, a little less beers and a little bit more exercise and movement. So to shake off the three or four kilograms that I've gained over the Christmas period, I'm not going to do anything drastic. As you've just heard, as I've just told you, I'm going to reduce a couple of the fun foods. I'm going to reduce a couple of the overindulgences and I'm going to increase my veggies, my whole foods. And also listen to my body and if I feel okay to go for a run, I will go for a run. 
Obviously, I will still continue focusing on my daily steps. That's one thing that is so habitual and that stayed with me over the festive period as well. So that's not a problem area for me at all. And that's the point that I wanted to make on this episode of the podcast is the difference in the way that it is going to be tackled through me doing it and maybe through someone who's going to be 100% restrictive. It is a lot less drastic my approach that is that's a lot less drastic and by it being a lot less drastic it really makes it seem and feel a lot more doable and what I mean by a lot less drastic is like I said I'm planning or I have already started reducing my fun foods reducing my indulgences But I'm not saying to myself, you can't have them for the rest of the month or you can't have them for two months. And from a mindset perspective, that is a game changer because I know, cool, during the week and on a Friday and maybe a Saturday, I'm going to still have my whole foods on a Sunday or a Saturday evening. I might have a burger and I might have those beers, probably will have those beers. And that burger. And again, from mindset perspective, that really makes it seem more doable because I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm eating my whole foods. I'm reducing my processed and my fun foods, but they are still on the table every once in a while, once a week if I want to. And that, my friends, that, my friends, is a lot less of a drastic approach. And it really, really makes it seem more doable. And then when I do have that beer and burger, I'm not going to feel fucking guilty about it and give up in that very moment. So in short, it comes down to you being realistic about your goals. And instead of you aiming to accomplish everything within the month of January, spread it across the year. As much as your goals need to be realistic, your expectations need to be realistic as well. If your goal is to lose weight, that's a goal and that's okay to have that goal. But again, be just how, how are you going to do that? Set some actionable goals. So actionable little steps that will help you achieve that goal of weight loss. So for example, say, oh, okay, to achieve weight loss, I need to work on creating healthier habits every single day. Okay, great. But now how are you going to create healthier habits every single day? What do you want to focus on every single day? Mm, Okay, you want to increase your step targets. Boom, set a step target for yourself for every single day. That is an actionable goal. Or something like, oh, I haven't been eating enough green vegetables or vegetables at all. My goal is to look at including vegetables with two out of my three meals every single day. Boom, now that's something that you can action and that you can work on to help you create those healthier daily habits. And in turn, that will help lead you to your goal, which is then weight loss. But you can't just say, oh, my goal is to lose weight. Great. How the fuck are you going to do it? And I know I did mention it in this episode already, but my way of reducing the couple of kilograms that I have gained over the festive season is as follows. Reduce not eliminate fun foods. So I'm going to reduce them by a substantial amount, but I'm still going to allow myself the opportunity to have them once or twice a week. Number two, reduce alcohol consumption. 
instead of having a beer or two every single day, like I've been doing over the festive period, I've always been open and transparent about what I do. I am now looking at saying, okay, cool. Let's keep that beer drinking shit for the weekends and possibly a Wednesday if there is, say, a date night, for example. So just with those first two goals of mine, which you can see is nothing, nothing drastic at all. Yes, it requires change, but it's not massively drastic. Just with those two, when I execute those two goals, I'm really going to be reducing my calorie consumption substantially. And then my third goal is to add more veggies into my day with my lunches and my dinners. I haven't been ignoring the veggies, but I have not necessarily been eating as much as I would have in the past or before Christmas, for example. So that's the goal is cool. Let's add more green veggies as well as a bit more of a frequency with the meals or the timing of the meals that I do consume. So now by adding more veggies, I'm going to be adding more fiber to my plan along with the lean meats that I'm already quite a pro at eating because I love meat. Obviously, that's going to increase my protein. I'm then going to be fuller for longer, which is going to help me adhere to a lesser amount of calories throughout the day. And then the fourth goal is obviously the movement goal. Like I have mentioned, I've had no issue with my step goals because it's very habitual for me. But again, I wasn't doing as much exercise, planned exercise, because of the injury that I was dealing with. So the other goal that I do have here is to every second or third day, depending on how my abdomen or the tendonitis feels, I will look at going for a run, right? So again, on top of my daily walking, that's going to add to the calories burned throughout the day. Now, I want to reiterate, I don't want you to use exercise purely as a form of burning calories, but we can't deny the fact that it does burn calories. So Again, you can look at setting yourself some step targets for the day. If you're currently walking 1,000 steps per day, realistically, do you think you're going to be able to maintain that 20,000 step target per day for the rest of the year? Just start small. Use where you're currently at as a benchmark. Set your goals on that. Look at the areas that you were or are struggling with and say, how can I slightly improve on that struggle area? So instead of doing a 180 change, which is exceptionally daunting, you are making small changes on a regular basis. And that, my friends, is what is going to help you be more consistent. And that consistency is what is going to bring you long-term progress. As I'm sitting here now, I realize that I probably waffled on about a lot of, lot of nonsense. Maybe I repeated myself. Maybe it's things that you know already, but I know, I do know that getting back into it in January or starting a new, for the lack of better words, diet or plan in January can be quite daunting. A lot of people don't know where to start. A lot of people do believe that the fully restrictive way forward or the fucking cabbage soup diet is the way forward, which is not necessarily the case in my personal opinion. And this is why I did this episode. So if there is anyone out there that you know that does need help or does need a little, little bit of a nudge in the right direction, please feel free to send them the link to this episode or share this episode on them on your WhatsApp or wherever you share it. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love. Your friend who also has small little goals just like you, Mandy. <laughs>